Hi, and welcome to this week's episode of the Dramatic Dream Dragons podcast here on the Five Star Network. I am, as always, your host, Sonder Bjorn, and we are a podcast all about Dragon Gate and DDT. Today, we are going to be talking King of Gate Final Night, which happened on the 3rd of August, 2023, from Cork and Hall. And I am, of course, joined by both Dylan and Yannick. The whole trio are here for King of Gate. How are you guys doing today? I feel spectacular. We are going to do a show about Dragon Gate, King of Gate, where they're going, what happened, where we've been, and where we will go. And I'm so happy to do it with both of you two wonderful people. Yes. Um, very happy to talk to you guys, talking about some King of Gate. Yeah, I'm talking. Taking, <laughs> I'm taking a break from Baldur's Gate <laughs> to talk about uh, King of Gate. <laughs> so... Yeah, uh, Baldur's Gate is the game of the year. I fucking love it. But yeah, that's my nerding out about that. Uh, we, of course, are going to talk about King of Gate Final Night, which ha- would happen in Parken Hall on the 3rd of August. And it was live on the Dragon Gate Network with English commentary. A attendance of one, a written attendance of one, uh, 1,258. However, it. It didn't quite look that full, but I'll I'll take their word for it right now. Sure, it didn't yeah. look that full, but yeah, <laughs> I don't take... take their word for it. This is bullshit. <laughs> I'll I'll take their word for it. I'll be the nice guy. <laughs> wrestling companies would never lie about their attendance. That's a well documented fact that never. wrestling is the most honorable business of any sport. Uh, you know, there's never any liars that come in wrestling, so. Uh, I don't appreciate this kind of implication that they may have lied. Yeah, uh, we'll uh, break down the card from top to bo- uh, from bottom to top. Starting, they started the show off very strong, in my opinion, with the semi-final match between Big Boss Shimizu and Madoka Kikura, both on the right side of the blocks. So this decided the right side winner, and uh, it was Big Boss Shimizu when he won with the shot put slam after. A wonderful 16 minutes and 37 seconds. I love this match. One of the best Corkin openers this year. Probably the best one. (laughs) This match slapped. This match slapped. Kakuda did great, but Shimizu was the star here. You have to give Big Boss his props, his flowers, his respect. Uh, When you see these guys go at, at it, you just think, damn. This guy, what a great player to have in Dragon Gate, where you have a lot of smaller guys, a lot of faster guys. And then you see these two come in and deliver just a great match. Uh, To me, uh, I thought they outshined everybody. Uh, I thought this was great. And I really liked that Kakuda got a little bit as, you know, standing up as, what is he? Like a big guy who is a good kind of boss champion. No pun intended on Big Boss's name. But a boss champion, he's so often paired as like an underdog, babyface type of guy that I liked seeing this side of him here, and, and still Shimizu came about of it. So I really like this. Good battle. Yeah, um, clearly match of the night. Up there with the best of the tournament. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I have no, nothing to add. But we'll, it, 
it's nice to have like a proper heavyweight match for once. Yeah, yeah. Uh, as Jay said on commentary, big boy summer is in Cork, and that I, uh, I really like that. Like they, yeah. <laughs> they, they were two machines just going at it, and I loved watching it. That they're, they're like hip attack into the corner, sending Shimizu out of the ring was cr- a crazy sell. <laughs> I love that sell. Uh, but yeah, this this match will, had so many great near falls, a great, great shop exchange. I I wouldn't. I think I would have the final over it, but I definitely, I definitely can't see that this was the match of the light. If if you guys are saying it, I said it. I yeah. said it. Yeah, we I, both I, said it. <laughs> but yeah. Then we move over to the next semi-final match. From the, on the left side, uh, Kota Minora defeated Hyo after 11 minutes and 21 seconds. This match was uh, a lot of a lot of uh, Hyo <laughs> and a lot of Kota Minora working uh, from underneath, which wasn't really that inspiring until the, the end, where it. Kind of, kind of got really hot. Um, Golden Rose got the win for Kota Minora. But yeah, I, why... How can we call Hyo... Or, or how can they call Hyo the big brain when he does a senton on two chairs? I don't understand that. It, it, it doesn't make <laughs> sense. Uh, I remember that discussion. <laughs> um, yeah, the, this wasn't it. Um... It's not a bad match. Yeah, it wasn't a bad match. But it was... it's just, it was basically waiting for something to happen and it just didn't. And yeah, it, like the only like drama of the match was the like, the ref bump and then the normal heel stuff from Kyo and Seabrats. Very, very same stuff. I. The. Yagi got he bumped his ass off with that ref bump. <laughs> like shout out with that ref bump because that was, he like was sent out to the to the floor after like being hit by an elbow. Yeah, I I didn't like this match very much. Yeah, I yeah. I thought that big brain or not, I just. This just didn't connect with me on any level, especially compared to the great last match that we had. Yeah. Uh, like Yannick said, one of the best of the whole tournament. And uh, I don't know, like a lot of people like Yo, I'm just not one of them. <laughs> at the end it, of the day, not one of them. <laughs> um, so I, uh, um, you know, Menorah, I've had my issues with the Golden Rose not being a thorny enough finisher, not being Rose-like at all, a fake name. Uh, like right now, so I will call him out. I'll continue to call him out. And Hio, he feels like the most likely member of the Dragon Gate roster to watch Hollyoaks, I think. Out there, shout out to the British fans if they get that reference. But I, I don't. Just, I'm, I'm not a fan. <laughs> exactly. Shout out to Amy. Amy will probably laugh her ass off with that one. <laughs> Let, let's, let's see. She's got to, she has to respond right now. Was that a winner or, or is, is she angry? Like, we got to figure, figure it out. Yeah. No, yeah, I, I, I don't. 
I don't really understand why Hyo made it all the way into the semifinals with him. When this, it didn't lead to anything. It didn't lead to anything, any big thing with him. He just lost. A clean. <laughs> he just lost. Uh, it, he didn't need to be in the, the semifinal. They could have. They could have given Daya this loss, and it would have been a better match. Yeah. And now he's he's back to his Hyo existence. No. Also. Yeah. With yeah, with the next match following, uh, being the the Seabird Six Man, um, which ended in a, um, it was a double count out M3K versus Seabreds. Um, it was fine, but we we said in the preview, and it, like this might just be the the good moment to talk about it. Uh, we said in the preview that we kind of expect an angle. Yeah. And we said it in the past. Yeah. And nothing happens. Nothing at all happened. Uh, like, no no major turn. Uh, the next match, of course, the, si- the six-man uh, M2K, Mochizuki Jr., Susumu Mochizuki, Yasushi Kanda... Uh, versus Seabrats, Ishin Kai, and Shun Skywalker, the, the three other members outside of Yo of, of Seabrats. They are only four members now, remember? But yeah, double count out, uh, barely 10 minutes. Um, Junior and Shun did some really great work, and Ishin and Junior's rivalry continued uh, with them brawling on the outside for the finish, and that was. The, the double count out. Uh, but yeah, not, not, I, after the match, it only was trash talk from Ishan. And Ishan, uh, of course, I like the trash talk he said because he asked, he asked Mochizuki Sr., Masaki Mochizuki, to challenge him for the Brave Gate title. But uh, <laughs> Masaki, Masaki was like, no, I'm, I'm way beyond the weight limit. I can't do that. And Junior took the mic and I probably had the line of the night with saying, "Why are why is Ishin challenging the old old man? You should challenge someone that on your level," which was Mochizuki Junior. And yeah, that, that that match was set up for Dangerous Gate. Ishin making his first defense versus Mochizuki Junior. The 2022 uh, Junior like second generation rivalry continues. That is cool. I would have seen. I would have like to see more of a heat to this uh, whole thing but yeah what? yeah I think that this is very easy storyline for them to go back to because it's yeah. so natural they've been doing it so long uh, they've had great interactions and I think that uh, of everybody he's really has the key to like Mochizuki Jr. is so great he has the key to really getting the most out of Ishin so yeah. you could do this and it helps just to have a great match, but also it will help make Ishin look good in the future. So it, yeah. it kind of accomplishes things overall. Yeah, uh, I I'm really looking forward to the match because I I was very close to saying Ishin versus Mochizuki Junior was my rivalry of 2022 last year <laughs> because there wasn't a lot of rivalries that I could name off the top of my head like I could name that one. Um. And it, it it helped both guys stand out a lot last year because they went from like two just random rookies to 
two like really hot rookies. Like there were there were people coming to Corkins to to see them to just do their stuff. Like they their whole father and son versus father and son match was a, actually a big draw for Cor- for the Corkin crowd. So that that whole thing last year was a great success, and them going back to it this year is great. And I think that the that title match could be a really special one if they get the time to do it. And with uh, Dangerous Gate not being that huge of a card, they could definitely get a lot of shine, hopefully. Maybe. <laughs> and as you said, Mochizuki Jr. is probably the one that can get Asian out of that. Uh, like, get that good match out of Asian. Yeah, I think it makes perfect sense. If anything, I thought they might have saved this for a little later in yeah. the year. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I... So, the thing is, I obviously really look forward to this. Um, and, you know, I'm higher on Ishin than you guys are. I'm really entertained by him. Um, I've also thought, like, the angle or, like, the promo, it was kind of funny because if they did a weight-cutting uh, story again, that would have been I actually that would have been hilarious. <laughs> yeah. That would have actually been hilarious. But you know they didn't do it. I just something needs to happen with Seabreds, and it's yeah. Frustrating is the wrong word because I don't want to to hinge on that. Yeah. To make you know to. To make my um, to depend to depend on my expectations so much for my enjoyment of a company, that's just always like a, a losing effort. Yeah. But uh, that's just yeah. There, like, nothing's happening missing. for a while yeah. now. Yeah. And... There's, not, there's something missing. I yeah. I agree. We'll we'll talk more about that whole thing later. And and we'll talk more about just how Seabreds are uh, right now later when we talk about uh, Danger Escape. But okay, okay. we move over to the next match. Uh, Gold Class, BB, uh, BB Hulk, Ben K, and Minerita, and Enrique Doi, of course. Not official Gold Class member, but I call him a Gold Class member. Defeated Daiki Yamaguchi, Dragon Kid, Punch Tominaga, and Yoshiki Kato uh, in 9 minutes and 50 seconds uh, when the Chiki Chiki Bomb got Ben the win over, I think, Daiki Yamaguchi. Um, this was a pretty fun match because we saw Yoshiki Kato and Daiki Yamaguchi back in Corrigan. And Yoshiki Kato spe- espe- uh, especially has been away from for some time now, so him, him being back is pretty cool. But yeah, uh, fun match, Ben and Kato I, I I think Ben sees a lot of himself in Kato, and that's why he. Th- th- it was obvious that Ben kind of wanted to do a lot with Kato in the in that match, and they 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 had a pretty nice sequence for me, and Daiki and Ben was also very fun in the finishing stretch. Uh, what yeah. do you guys think about this? I had yeah. hopes for Kato that he just is like a normal person, but you know if Ben is like that, um, <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> Yeah, I think that 
you know, he should. I think Kato's got a ton of potential. Yes. Uh, you know, so it's obvious that you would want to see somebody like that. And obviously, Ben K was one of the the very best rookies that they had. Uh, most well regarded that they had when he was there. So you get a lot of great things that you could put in here. Uh, you know, kind of go through, do a lot of things in the future with story wise. And Ben K just has the the Midas touch, in my opinion. Anything he touches turns to gold, and I want to see him do anything <laughs> with anybody. And Kato is a really good rookie, very standout player, could be a star in the future. So the wealth of young talent continues to grow. Let's just keep them healthy is, is my only wish. Yeah. Forward. Yeah. Then the next match, uh, Mochi Fuji reunite. Don Fuji and Masaki Mochizuki defeated Shuji Kondo and Takeshi Yoshida in six minutes and 29 seconds. Um, yeah. Gato Clutch from Fuji got the win from Mochi Fuji uh, over Yoshida. Uh, fun old man stuff. Nothing really to write home about it. The big thing, of course, was after the match when Mochizuki announced that he has an autobiography coming out soon. And the other big match, big thing was that uh, Ryo Saito had a match for Mochi Fuji for Mochizuki and Don Fuji on Dangerous Gate, where they will team up with New Japan Pro Wrestling's Tomohiro Ishii. And they will face three members of the uh, Dra- Dragon Gate Reva Big Six generation. Uh, and it was revealed later on that the Big Six members will be Strong Machine J, Yuki Oshioka, and Ben K. Since Shin Skywalker will be in the States and the two others will be in the main event. So it makes sense. Um, I really like this. I think that that six man can be really fun. Ishii. Of course, he is one of my one of my my guys in wrestling. <laughs> like I, I, he is always like the highlight of of um, New Japan for during the summer and especially during the G One. I really like Tomohiro Ishii, and I think I think this could be a really fun match because Mochizuki and Ishii and Don Fuji, like three of the most grumpiest old men in wrestling, just beating up the new stars of the twenty twenties. That sounds awesome to me. I like how many people were asking, like, okay, what is wrestling romance? <laughs> yes. This is awesome. I mean, it's a, like, how could you... There's no situation in pro wrestling, this thing that we're talking about right now, there's no situation where bringing in Ishii isn't freaking awesome. Like, it could yeah. be anything. It doesn't matter what company it is, what kind of match it is, who's around him. It's going to be freaking cool. And I love Ishii. He's one of the MVPs of the G1 right now. He's not appreciated and respected enough by his home promotion, so hopefully DG can respect him and appreciate him more to fulfill what I want. Yeah. Uh, this, of course, is a re- uh, reun- uh, like reunion between Mochizuki and uh, Tomohiro Ishii, who faced off in, as, as uh, Yannick said earlier, wrestling romance, or... Wrestle Association R, War, um, which was a company back in the 90s uh, owned by Genshiro uh, Tenryu. And it, they had a pretty fun match back in the day there when they were both like rookies. Uh, Mochizuki was kind of more established, but again, they were both like very new to the wrestling scene. And I, it, it was a match that popped off 
in, in the Secret Santa game I had in my Discord last yeah, year. Yeah, I think I sent that to Dylan, actually. Yeah, Yannick, you sent it to Dylan. And th- that was that little match that I had never heard about before doing the Secret Santa last year. That just popped into my head when this happened uh, on the Corkin. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. That's so cool. Uh, and I, it's a great uh, like trio to get together because like they're all really grumpy and like to beat up the young people. <laughs> and thank you for sending me that match, by, by the way. I appreciate it very much. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, and then we move over to the next uh, the next match on the show. Dragon Daya, Yuki Oshioka, Eita, Kagetora, and Yamato defeated Natural Vibes, Jackie Funky Kame, Jason Lee, Casey, Strong Machine J, and UT after 9 minutes and 19 seconds when uh, Yamato pinned UT with a Galer- Galeria, I think, if I remember right. Um, so, sorry, Alec, UT... Took a pin. It you know, will not be the last time we talk about UT. T- <laughs> yeah, remember, remember last week when I said this is a match that uh, Kagetora should lose, but UT will. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that's right. <laughs> that's true. We'll talk about more about him. Um. Yeah. Big ten man tag vibes. Everyone doing their stuff. A lot of good sequences, but nothing to write home about. Nothing special about this match. The big thing about the match was that Yamato, after a match, took the mic. I, I don't remember exactly what he said, but Fujita Jr. Ayato randomly showed up and came out, and they set that match up for Dangerous Game. Fujita Jr. Ayato, the late UWF champion versus Yamato. Not for the title, non-title match, but still, I just had to mention that. And we're glad you did. <laughs> uh, it's. I think this is an awesome match. I, I and the fact that Fujita Junior Ayato didn't send in a like video message like Hiromu and instead just showed up in Korokin while he supposed to like he should have been on the like Glade Sumo Hall press conference that was happening at the same time on the other side of Tokyo was really funny. <laughs> Why does Yamato keep getting all these big matches? Because uh, the All-Star Junior Festival uh, feud. It makes me unhappy. Like, there's so many better options on this roster that Actually, you could have. So, I wasn't excited for the Hiromu one, but... Like, I here, I think this just, this could fit so well. Like, it's not much Mochi, but... You know, yeah. it's... Yeah, that's, see, that's what... It, it should have been Mochi Junior versus uh, Hayato. Oh, like, oh. yeah, Buyuden? Huh? Yeah. It, Old man? That's too big for Old Award. That's too big for Old Award. Uh, to, sure. it, 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 it has to be in Shinjuku face. <laughs> yeah, we see more uh, of Fujita in, in, in Dragon Gate because there's yeah. a lot of potential guys he could do great against, and Yamato is not one of them. I, I would say. I'm just so over him. You're over Yamato? Man. Oh, yeah, completely. Like, I, like, there's nothing he could do that interests me right now. No. Maybe, maybe we could go heal, bring back the hair, bring back the mirror. I don't even, tease that. I, like, I, I'm not, not there. Uh, um, like, wrestling-wise, he can still, like, interest me. 
but <laughs> like it's I basically for me it's basically as long as he wears like uh, still wears high end gear. Yeah. Um, that's, another, that's another thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to care, but like wrestling wise, I'm still very entertained by him. Um, I gladly remind match. people. I gladly remind people of the Doyama reunification. Yeah, yeah, and the the Yu-Gi-Oh Shoko match last year. But that's only me. That that's me, my match. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I thought that was that was a good match. But it wasn't because of him. It was, like, it was you know he's facing Yoshioka, like you know, and, and there was a lot of story stuff in play in that that they utilize well. I will give them that. Yeah. But I mean, like I said, we're we're trying to find needles in haystacks right yeah. now. We we got a whole year of stuff, and we're bringing up like singular moments. And his biggest match, he was a, he was a huge flop in against yeah. one of the best wrestlers. I, but the thing about Yamato, the the real reason why it's Yamato is that Yamato can take pins. <laughs> Yamato can lose and it doesn't do anything to him. Like, he he can lose and it, it they don't lose any status with him because he will still be Yamato. He will still be the almighty Yamato that was like the base of the company for m- most of the 2010s. I think it, DG's an interesting company. If you compare them to the other ones, I think of all the companies... Losses matter the least. Like yeah. people have, like you can lose, and anybody can lose, in my opinion. Like and like not be specifically hurt by it. It's sad as a fan because, like, say Jackie, Jackie, we all want him to win, but he loses a lot. But it doesn't yeah. really hurt him any at the end of the day. Uh, you know, like he's still kind of like in the same spot. We've had guys, a lot of guys over the years. Like everybody's taken falls. I don't think it's like one hurts more than the other. In my opinion, but uh, Yamato won't be hurt by a loss by by, by any means. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, we move over to the main event: the King of Gate final match. Kota Minora defeats Big Boss Shimizu after 14 minutes and 44 seconds when he hits the Golden Rose. I thought this match was so good from the st- from start to finish. I a Great start of them just instantly going at it. Shimizu instantly going for Kota. I should have seen then that Kota was going to be getting the the like babyface win in, at the end. Even though uh, Shimizu was almost more over than uh, than Kota in a lot of this match. But yeah, this both of these two were pretty hot for Korkin. They were all like supporting them and. I got really disappointed uh, by the by the by the finish because I really wanted uh, Boss to win, but a lot they did a lot of great stuff in the match. So I can't I can't say that it was a bad match or anything because it was a great match with a lot of stuff that I really liked, but I was just disappointed with the winner <laughs> because I wanted Shimizu to win. Uh, Dylan, what do you think about this? Yeah, this was not bad, but it wasn't anything that really captured my imagination or my heart, to, to say the least. Especially oh, really? compared to the, especially compared to the opening match, I thought was way better than this one. Like this to me was like a good match, a, a fine final. Nothing like I hated about it or anything. It just felt like a good, like the the baseline of a good final match, like that three and a half star type of level. Like you know, like recommended, but not anything I'll remember. Like two weeks from now, 
Okay. Yannick, what do you think about this? Like, match-wise, I to- I'm totally with Dylan. Really? Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, well, continue. <laughs> Say this, I, I didn't... After Minora advanced, you kind of figured, well, they're probably not going to have him lose another big match. You know, at the end of the day. So I was kind of prepared. I'm like you. I wanted Shimizu to win. I think Shimizu is a way better talent than him if it were up to me uh, at the end of the day. But I kind of figured, okay, this is kind of one of their guys that they really want to be a guy. So, like, you know, why would he lose here? And and when you think like that. So I wasn't particularly disappointed only because I kind of mentally prepared myself. But obviously, as a fan, I much would have rather had Shimizu win. I think it would have been a great moment. From the start of the tournament, it felt like Shimizu's tournament. Yeah, <laughs> like, but that's also us. Like, we also kind of no. felt that way, right? No. The, you can the, argue that the, it was the match. The Shun match was... Like, every match of, of Shimizu's was live on the network. That cannot be said yeah, for Koko Zenora. Uh, but even then, you had Minora versus Yoshioka as one of the biggest matches. On there, so it's like they did build him up somewhat. Yeah, but it just. But um, we as fans zoned in on you know Big Boss. I would. Yeah, because like, of all the times, of all the times to give Big Boss Shimizu a big tournament win, this was the time. This was like the only time he he could ever win. (laughs) No, I agree with you completely. Completely, I just think they didn't think like we did. Like, yeah, I, I don't think yeah. they saw... Well, yeah. they clearly didn't, because Minora won at the end of the day, but I, I, I don't even think they thought like we did. Like, the, the company itself. Yeah, but it's still interesting, because they clearly telegraphed him as, like, okay, this is his tournament. Like He beat the, he beat the champion. He beat the champion. He had by far the best tournament, wrestling-wise. Uh, yeah, everything, was, everything was televised. Um, and there was... Some you know some kind of angle that they never ever referenced when he came out after like the big six yeah. <laughs> and stuff. Um, it was basically perfect. It would have been a perfect storm. Yeah. Do I yeah. Have, personally have a problem with Minora winning? Eh, not really. I I'll I'll get into the the problems I have with Minora winning afterwards. But I I just the first thing is that Boss was he was very hot with Corkin. They were he is really he was really on the opening night he was he was one of uh, one of the guys that got the most uh like amount of love from the, co- uh, the crowd. Him versus Shun was this like standout match. It's my match of the tournament still probably um him him and uh, him and Kikura on this show was awesome. Him and Susumu was awesome, and it just felt like he w- he was on this like great run that he where he could win, and it it would would have made made sense. It would have been like a elevation of his status in the company, even though he's not one of the big six. He yeah will still be one of the like featured guys. It kind of feels like a swerve for a swerve's sake. Yeah, but it also is the thing. The thing <laughs> is, the thing is, Kota, Kota when he came in, when, when I said this at the st- before the tournament started, that if Kota makes it into the final, he has to win. And 
that's why I hated that he was in the final. <laughs> because yeah. it, it would have been a really bad look for Kota Minora if he had lost this. Because that would have been his, his third final loss in a row. That would have been a really bad look. And I also don't want uh, Kota Minora versus Kikura this early in Kikura's reign as his second defense. Because I, in my opinion, I, I, don't, I don't want it, but I expect Kota Minora to be the guy that takes the title from uh, Kikura. But I don't... I definitely don't want it at Dangerous Game. But I, 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 but I, yeah, I don't want I it either like at this point, but yeah. why do you think Minora will win it for, off of him? Uh, because of the match they had in, in uh, April. Because of the number one contendership match, they, okay. they, they pretty much they in that match they pretty much agreed that that they were gonna meet again for the title, and they and that that in that match it was kind of Kota basically promised that in the next time they face each other, Kota will win, and I feel like he was gonna deliver. The story was gonna be that he was actually gonna deliver on that promise. Okay, it was um... gonna be like the big. Time Kota one. Yeah, I don't think they. Uh, that is I don't think they do. They will do that now. I can I, see why. Oh yeah, like now they, I, it's clear. Like I, 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 I saw that happening at final game. I saw Kota Minora and and Kikura being the final game match, and uh, Kota taking the title off and there. Now I don't know. I, I the dangerous gate match. I just. I think it's going to be Kikura again. And again, that will be a bad look for Kota because then he will have lost again in the big title match and he will have lost to, Kota, to Kikura twice in a year. And it yes. will be... Yeah. The title match, well, I don't see it. Like, he can lose. He can lose. He can lose. He can. But I don't know. I, I wouldn't have liked to have it at this point of the, the Kikura reign. That's what I'm... Because I, right now it just feels like uh, Kikura is pretending, and it's no drama about it. Yeah, and uh, I kind of thought that same thing. Like I kind of think Minora is going to win. Like to, to be honest, but he could, he could, and, and I hope I hope he doesn't. I I'd much rather Kakuda win, and especially now, yeah, they really haven't given him anything in this title reign. At the end of the day, yeah. that would really do harm to him. Actually, if if he loses, that really basically, and and you could already say that that speech has basically been rendered useless because they didn't deliver at Kobe World. But now, if he loses the title, now it's really bad. I would say. He, okay, know. I I don't see I don't see that Alessandro like is really hyper focused on that. But you also are hyper focused on like the on the opposite of like oh they didn't deliver it's worthless. They did. Strong Machine, Jay and Strong Machine J and Shun Skywalker delivered in the main event. Yeah, but they were they the are ones part of, that had they are. You're totally talking nonsense right now. That's not what, what I'm talking about. Like, I'm no, talking but, about Kakuda and Yoshioka. Yeah, but they didn't say. They did. They in that promo didn't say. <laughs> that promo didn't say Yuki Yoshioka and Madoka Kikura are the next leaders of, of Dragon Gate. 
it said these six in the ring are the next leaders of Dragon Gate. They, we can't focus on that one match not delivering. But the one person who delivered the speech, like he was the one. So he is really the one who has to deliver more than all of the others. Or else uh, the speech feels hollow. Like the I, other five could do fine, but it feels hollow coming from him if it, he just loses the title. I, I, I think, I think we, it's, yeah, and he um, hasn't lost the title yet. Like I, either, we I have just to, we have to say that. I, I, I just don't see that point, that side of the whole thing because it's so, it, it's so weird. It just feels like that. in real sports, if somebody comes in and promises they're the guy, but it's and then they wrestling. Don't... It's well, yeah, real but, sports. But yeah. wrestling is what? What is wrestling based off of? Uh, theater. Which is get, based get, on it's a theater people, version of getting people in the into the venues by having hot storylines. Rip, ripping you say, ripping people off betting on it. Oh, well, that that's a well. The, the, the thing is, you could say that about anything. Like I totally reject the idea that anything is based on yeah, but, like uh, financial success. Like that means nothing. I, that's not the point of anything. It's a byproduct of what you do. At the end of the day. Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree on that, but. Yeah, uh, let's just. Hey, you put the guy up. If Tanahashi had given a speech that said, "I am going to be the next champion," and then he just lost in 2006, and you know he won the title and lost it right away, then yeah, you it, would all look at him a lot different. He didn't say, "I am, I am the next lead. I am the leader." He said, "We are." He said, "We as the as a collective are," and it, that's true. But like I said, to me, it means more because he said it. And he is the champion. Like, they've decided that he is the leader right now. Yeah. So, yeah. to me, he loses a lot. If he loses the title after a month, that does damage to him, in my it, opinion. It will actually be after four months. It may... Uh, two, two defenses, I guess you could say. After one defense, he may, he may yeah. you could say. Even though it was, like you said, four months. Yeah. Uh, we'll we'll probably argue about this for the rest of the month until you two will. You two. <laughs> I will sit. I will awkwardly sit here. I I can't I can't wait for the for the dangerous gate preview. <laughs> well, the thing is, if Kakuda just wins and it's a great match, then that helps. Like that does a lot of good, though. On the yeah. flip side as well, I would say. But yeah, if Minora and... just wins, what does that do for what did this title reign do for Kakuda ultimately? Yeah. We we don't know, <laughs> we we can't we can't see that, and that was why I was advocating for Big Boss Shimizu to win because he can yeah. he was never going to beat Kikuda. <laughs> right, and then well he did beat him in the tournament, just not for yeah, the but title. like he yeah, was no, not going to beat him for the title. Yeah, just... yeah, but but arguably it's better for like the title reign if he beats people that could beat him. That's yeah. true. Yeah, I yeah. I agree with that. And would you put Minora again as a, a double champion? Uh, I don't think the double trying, champion is a thing. Uh, the triangle gates are very easy to get off someone. Yeah, but that, that he, is true. You're right. One of his partners is Minorita. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're yeah. you're right on that. And the I other just... freelancer. Uh, one last thing uh, before we yeah. move over from the King of Gate final. Uh, Shout out to the Book to Mo Dragon Lama Magistral. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That was awesome. Uh, but yeah, I I really liked the final, and but I I was disappointed by Boss not winning. But I 
there was a lot of great stuff in that match also. Like boss doing the R301, boss catching the jumping knee and doing like a hit the boss power bomb. A pretty great match. We uh, I in my opinion uh and and I saw a lot of other people say that they, this was a pretty good uh this was a really yeah, good Yeah, and it was so. a good match. Like it, it definitely was. It wasn't a bad match at all. It was good. Like a worthy final, but just not to me very special, especially compared to the I, opener. I do agree with the cage match ratings right now though. I like the this match is uh like the the, the highest rated match is the Shimizu and Kikura match. Yeah. Earlier on the night uh, by Cage Match. So yeah, shout out Cage Match. Uh, I agree with you guys there. Uh then that's something different at the start. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. I know. <laughs> I know. But I, I remembered I remembered how disappointed I was at the end. So I I retract that. Then we move over to a a YouTube upload that happened uh yesterday. Oh, or wait on Sunday from uh, from Nagoya Aichi, the Nagoya International Conference Hall, which is uh, closing by the way. The that venue is uh, being shut down for two years for uh, to be like what's it? What's the word? Re refurbished, renovated, renovated, renovated. Yeah, but yeah, uh, this was uh, UT's anniversary show, tenth anniversary of UT. And in his 10th anniversary match, he faced Casey, his unit mate, and uh, in his unit leader in Natural Vibes. 60 minutes and 54 seconds. This, this match, for me, is way better than both of the, the King of Gate matches we just talked about. This match, for me, is probably one of my ma- matches wow. of the month right now in August. I love, love this match. K- uh, the, the crowd was so behind UT in his uh, hometown and in his anniversary match. KC was so great being like the, the veteran that kept killing uh, UT with the elbows and all that. And I just loved UT's like fiery comebacks and this was a true. This was the true standout UT match since he came back from injury. I absolutely adored this match, uh, and it it was uploaded on the YouTube single yeah. camera, uh, just like the King of Gate matches. One of the best matches uh, they have uploaded on the YouTube this year, in my opinion. Did I like that? You know, this was like a. I don't want to say bare bones, but like. Very simple match, like two yeah, yeah, friends, yeah. like babyface versus babyface, just good wrestling, like very, yeah. very basic stuff, no crazy stuff going on or anything like that. I thought they play like they stayed in their lane really with this match, but they did a great job at it, and I thought that they really worked well together. Uh, again, it's nothing that was, and it was kind of the opposite of the match that came before uh, on the show, which was the the natural vibes zebrats tag, yeah, as well, which was a double countout, uh, obviously. Yeah. So it's like they kind of switch things around i didn't see that match but uh i, I did see the singles match though at kz and ut ut um so i liked what they did there i thought this was a really strong match i think i would go with the kakuda match a little bit over this but that's just because it had a little bit more stakes to it but as a wrestling match i think this was as good or maybe even a little better you could say Where this was just 
This felt like a love letter from UT to me. Yeah. <laughs> because this is this match really showcased what made what makes UT special. Which is like uh, in Dragon Gate is his Yave technical wrestling style. Um and it they worked it like a styles clash. Um and Obviously, it was like an anniversary, an anniversary match, so he got a lot of spotlight. He got his stuff in against Casey, yeah. and Casey had to fight it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I don't think it's like a great match um, by any means. I, pro- I probably have like the, the Boston Kikta match above this in terms of quality, but... With this one, I just sat here for like 15 minutes with like a big smile on my face. Yeah, I it it's it's a, it's a real like standout match where you can see how underutilized, especially UT is as a wrestler, and like how he should just be more featured. Like when you hear uh, Yannick complain about UT taking losses, you will think about this match and say, yeah, why is this guy taking losses? <laughs> because they, he is a really great wrestler, and it, this really showcased that, just like the Yuki Oshioka match from last year in the King of Gate. It's... I I really recommend this match for, to everyone. It is on the Dragon Age Japan YouTube channel, so definitely look it up. Uh, and a really great match. But yeah, uh, as you mentioned, this show also had a uh, open the Twin Gate number one contendership match uh, between Natural Vibes, Jackie Funky Kame, and Jason Lee versus Seabats, Yo, and Kai, and that ended in a double countout. Uh, so I don't know where they confirmed that this was now going to be the match, but they have uh, confirmed that. Uh, the the champions will take on both teams in a three-way at the Dangerous Gate. So now it will be Susumu Mochizuki and Yasushi Kondo defending the Open the Twin Gate titles versus Jason Lee and Jackie Funky Kame of Natural Vibes and Kai and Hyo of Seabrats. And that is the semi-final, the, the second-to-last match on the Dangerous Gate. What do you guys think about this match? Um, have you seen the... the... A number one contenders match. No, I okay, okay. Because then I will tell you guys of what happened. Okay. Um. So Seabreds, um, they tied, um, Jackie and Jason to the entrance gate. Um, and it was, so it was a count out victory for them, and they, when it was like eighteen nineteen, they you know they stepped up to the apron to get into the ring. And there was um, Kuzumu and Kanda and hit them, so they fell off the apron and it was a double count out. Ah, okay. Okay, that, that, that makes sense then. Yeah, it's not great, um, but it makes sense. I kind of fear, though, that this is a tactic to get the titles off, the, off of them. Yeah, I, 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 I want, I desperately want a Jason and Jackie Funky Kame uh, upset. Get the titles back on but the show. Is it an, they is lost it them. Upset? Is it an upset if they pinned the uh, Zebrats? 
uh, Hyo was just in the semi-final of the King of Gates. Yeah, Funky Kame and Jace Lee both went out in, in the round ones. I think that would be an upset. <laughs> um, but yeah, they, they lost the titles. Want, I just don't want the, um, uh, the original duo without the titles. Yeah, I just I have can... way too much fun with that. I can definitely see that. I can definitely see that. But yeah, Jason and Jackie lost the titles last year at Dangerous Gate in yeah. the same venue. Maybe, maybe if if it gets like a straight rematch between these two teams, then I, you know, then I, I would be happy with, with a title change. But here, that would be gummy. Yeah, Dylan, uh, what do you think about this uh, three-way? I'm really not interested in the match itself, but I am with you that I hope that the the Jason and Jackie win. Uh, I think they would add a. They deserve to be champions. So first of all, so just as a fan, I think there's yeah. value in in the you know Susumu and Kanda team to continue. It's been a fun run. Nobody could have predicted it. A lot of people thought they would lose it at Kobe World, but they continued on. So if they want to you know bring it out for another month, I'd be fine with that. And I do think that. It would be better if they actually had a straight two versus two match to drop the titles after the rain because I think they caught they got good buzz for this little title rain like among the fans, not like it drew anything yeah. or anything, but just among the fans. I think a lot of people were very warmly receptive to this whole thing. So I'd like to see it go for another month, maybe have a straight two versus two match. But just for me, I would rather it be Jackie and, J- and Jason to win. Yeah, yeah, I I can definitely see that. Uh, I. I am just going to stop uh, predicting angles to happen with C-Rats. I'm just going to stop predicting it, stop talking about uh, the potential of it, because I don't, I don't want to get you, you listeners... Uh, I don't want to get people's hopes up, because I really don't feel... Like, I, I get my hopes up. I, I wanted one at, King, at the King of Gate Finals, and I, every time I see... Uh, Seabreath members in a huge match. I expect something to happen, but I, I don't think something is going to happen until Shun Skywalker comes back from the States, uh, which is going now soon. So it's a shame. I, I, wish, I wish they would do something to spice the storylines up here because Seabreath is such a cold faction right now for me. I, they do nothing yeah. for me. I, they, them in this. Like Kai and Hyo do not belong in a twentieth match. They have, they have no reason to be here. <laughs> so yeah, like I, I, I what would... I said before uh, when we were talking about this, Zebrats. I'm with you. I just as a fan, but I also feel like what I said before is still true that they're a necessary evil for Dragon yeah. right now until yeah, we but... can get to another like they can faction. be. They can be interesting. We've seen them be interesting. Yeah. That was last year. Last right. year they were interesting for most of the year. Yeah. And, but this year they have been just falling into this like blow and yeah. of doing the same thing every show. And I need yeah. some change here. Right? But yeah, uh, I agree. Before Dangerous Gate, we have two uh, live shows left uh, before Dangerous Gate, both happening. On the 13th, this Sunday, in uh, Cross Fukuoka, one in the afternoon and one in the evening. Um, these have now been confirmed to both be free on the Dragon Gate Network, so these two shows are free. Um, I, 
No, I think it's only the the afternoon show is free. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I was I wrote I uh, read wrong earlier. Yeah, whatever. It's gonna be uh, the evening show is gonna be for for the subbed viewers and the afternoon show for the for for free. And then that makes sense because the afternoon show is going to be in the evening for the state, so it will be probably the easiest one for people to watch. Um, match number one: Casey, Big Boss, Shimizu, UT of Natural Vibes versus Shinsuke, Rocket Kai, and Hyo. Uh, match number two: Singles match: Kaito Nagano versus Minorita. I think that could be a really fun match. Uh, Tag team match: uh, Strong Machine J versus. Uh, Strong Machine J and Ho Ho Lun versus Genki Uraguchi and Kagetora. Why? Oh, okay. Uh, six man tag: Dragon Kid, Jason Lee, and Jack Funky Kame versus Ultimo Dragon, Susumu Mojusuki, and Yasushi Kanda. Singles match: Ishin gets the match he wanted with Masaki Mojusuki, but not for the title. Special singles match: Masaki Mojusuki versus Ishin. And main event of the afternoon show: Madoka Kikura, Yuki Oshioka, and Yamato. Teaming up versus Kota Minora, Ben K, and BB Hulk of Gold Class. So, what matches do stand out on the afternoon show for you, you guys? Um, so the main event could be good, but it's also Cross Fukuoka and BB Hulk. Yeah. Um, so, for me, the standouts are the two singles matches. Obviously, uh, Mochi versus Ishii, and Mochi will kick the crap out of him. And Kaito Nagano versus Minorita will be fun because rookie wrestling is the best. Oh yeah, I totally agree. The singles matches were what caught my eye after that. I'm a big fan of Nagano, as been said before. Uh, him and Minorita could have a really exciting undercard match. And like you said, Mochizuki, man, that's going to be really good stuff, uh, I would say. So I'm, I'm very excited about the singles matches. Yeah. Uh... Then the evening show opening match Yamato, Kagetora, and Kaito Nagano versus Kota Minora, Ben K, and Minorita of Gold Class. Uh, then match number two Ultimate Dragon, Genki Roguchi, and UT versus Masaki Mochizuki, BB Hulk, and Hololun. What a random trio! <laughs> yes, but I think that match could be fun actually. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, uh, Tag, uh, next match, a tag match, Madoka Kikura and Yuki Oshoka of T-Courage versus Casey and Strong Machine J of uh, Natural Vibes. I, if, that's like a match for me. <laughs> yes, uh, like, uh, if that was like a main event that they have, uh, yeah. you know, they're motivated to, they can yeah. tear the house down. Yeah. But uh, it's also match three, so. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, then... A special singles match, All Star Junior Festival USA 2023 send off special singles match, <laughs> Dragon Kid versus Shun Skywalker, the two represent- uh, representatives of Dragon Gate going to the States uh, after this weekend, having a singles match. I think that's cool. Like, a, a cool excuse to have a Shun Skywalker versus Dragon Kid singles match. Exactly. And I think that could be a pretty hot if they if they want to like showcase themselves as like the junior festival uh for the junior festival crowd i think that could hit uh then the main event on the evening show 
three-way trios match. Um, M3K, Susumu Mochizuki, Yasushi Kanda, and Mochizuki Jr. versus Big Boss Shimizu, Jason Lee, and Jackie Funky Kame of Natural Vibes versus Kai, Hyo, and Ishin of Seabrats. So, three, uh, no, two title matches will be previewed in this match. Of course, we have all the teams for from the uh, Twin Gate match, and we have the Mochizuki Jr. and Ishin part of it also. So, Pretty pretty cool main event of the evening show. I I think that that could be a as as long as we get just a lot of fun stuff there. <laughs> Hopefully they can build to it well. Yep. Yes. Um This is a match with a lot of potential uh in all directions. Yeah. So I'm cautiously optimistic. Yeah, I'm actually optimistic about that. Uh, but yeah, and that is that is the two last uh, Dragon Gate Network live shows on in on in August before Dangerous Gate on August twentieth, um, which is in two weeks. So yeah, next week we will have a special preview and predictions. Um, or yeah, yeah, that 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 is going to be a pretty special preview next week. <laughs> yeah, if the plan is still on, Yannick. It is, it is. Okay. Um, but let's let's run down the card real quick right now for because yeah. it stands and yes. doesn't have something to say about it. Yes. Uh, so match number one, uh, six man tag: Dragon Daya, Kaito Nagano, and Daiki Yonaguchi versus the Natural Vibes trio of KC, Big Machinezu, and UT. Eightman then an eightman tag, Ultimate Dragon, Naruki Doi, BB Hulk, Minorita versus Shuji Kondo, Kagetora, Problem Dragon, and Punch Dramanaga. They get everyone into a match match. Yes. <laughs> get everyone in, but not Yoshiki Kato or Ryofuda. Yep, sadly. Or Ryuya Tanaka, the Iron Man who's we haven't yeah. seen in a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe the Iron Man streak is over for him. <laughs> uh then uh, match number three, open the break gate uh, title match. Ishin versus Mochizuki Jr. Ishin's first defense. Uh, this can be the big, big predictions uh, start. Uh, who do you guys predict wins this match? Ishin. Yeah, yeah, you know, like I said, I wish they had waited. I think you could have built to something good, but uh, right now I think Ishin can get it. Ishin yeah. winning is good. I didn't say it wasn't good. I said I wish that they had waited until the end, like they did the year to do this match. Uh, yeah, I think Asian wins this. Uh, then the special six man tag the Reiwa Six Generation members, Yuki Oshoka, Ben K, and Strong Machine J versus Masaki Mochizuki, Don Fuji, and Tomohiro Ishii of New Japan. I. I'm gonna be a bold predictor here and say that Yuki Oshoka gets a win over Don Fuji here. Don Fuji is here to take the pin. Uh, you know, Yoshioka in the middle of N1. Uh, yeah, we'll talk about that soon. Yeah, so yeah, that would that'd be fine. Uh, is she? You automatically think the New Japan guys will always win in these yes. promotional events, but yeah, it, but then it, it's it, easy. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> it's him, you can't quite write that off so so easily. So either way would be fine. Uh, I think 
I'd love. I cannot wait to see uh, Ishii and uh, Yoshioka go at it. I think that would be a lot of fun. I think Ishii uh, Ishi and uh, Ben K will be a lot of fun also. Yeah, <laughs> that'll be really cool. Ben K doing the cheek cheeky to Ishii and Ishii just don't facing him. I'm just yeah. here for SMJ out wrestling all these guys. <laughs> yep. Um, uh, then match number five, special singles match: Yamato versus Fujita Junior Hayato of Michinoku Pro Wrestling and of Glade. <laughs> um, yeah. Who do you guys think wins this? I think it's pretty clear that Fujita Junior Hayato wins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah um, and yeah, as I said earlier, like I'm looking forward to this. Yeah. Uh, Fujita Hayato just killing him. Yes, please. Then, of course, the Open the Twin Gate three-way match. Susumu Mojisuke and Yasushi Kanda, MK versus Kung Fu Masters, or Natural Vibes, Jason Lee and Jackie Funky Kame versus Kai and Hyo, uh, Hyo of Seabrats. Uh, do, do you guys think Jason and Jackie will be in the Kung Fu gear, or will they be in Natural Vibes gear? They didn't even Tokyo. do that in Kobe. Yeah. Is, yeah, but they weren't in the same match. But yeah. Yeah. I guess so. I guess so. I hope so. Uh, Jason was in kind of uh, kung fu gear. Bring them on! They should always be kung fu masters in, in my heart. Yeah. Uh, I think MK retains here, but I am hoping for a Jason and Jackie upset. Yeah. Well, I have my thoughts on this next week, probably. Okay. I'm gonna go with the, the the. I think they'll just retain. Yeah, like, yeah. this is Wakanda. Yeah, I agree. And then, of course, the main event: Madoka Kikura versus Kota Minora. Open the Dreamgate title match. Madoka Kikura's second defense. Yeah, uh, I. If this was like uh, Kikura's like fifth defense or sixth defense, I would have said Kota Minora, but I'm saying Kikura. Yeah, similarly to what we said earlier, I you know I think they might have been a little bit more if they had held this off. I just think it would be a big mistake because of you know that we've seen similar situations where guys have lost the title a little bit early in the past. So yeah. I hope that they don't. I hope Kakuda wins, but I, I could easily see Minora taking yeah. it, to, to be honest. It could be a 50-50 match. We'll see how how hot either guy is in the, the Crossfire Goku shows. <laughs> they won't be that hot because those shows are really dead. <laughs> Yannick, who do you think wins this main event? Um, Kikuta. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that is the Dangerous Gate card as it stands right now. They they could always throw another match on it, on it, but I don't think so. I think this is going to be the full card. And it, it's pretty good for me. I I I was kind of uh, interested in how why they were bringing in both Fujita Jr. and Ayato and Ishii for this show, but then I remember that they are missing both Shun Skywalker and Dragon Kid, and Shun Skywalker especially would have been a pretty featured match, so that makes sense. This this match and has only two. Uh, this match, this show has two matches. I'm not interested in. 
this is a really high quota. So this, yeah, there's nothing like high end for me on this card. For but... me, the main event is very high end. Uh, like I, mm. I think the main event can hit so much because I. It can, um, but overall, yeah. Like there's no no S tier, but a lot of A tier, if that makes sense. Yeah, I see that. Uh, the two, I mean, it's dangerous gate. It's in, it, it is in Auto War. They never, they never really give this this show like that great of a guard. Yeah. The only problem I have with this show, and when we when we went over it before, and in my head, what I think about it. I just go back to you look at where we've come from and where we're at and where we're going. Yeah. June was basically nothing. Like right? for everything. Like there was nothing going on. Just hope that Kobe World can deliver on their matches. Yeah. yeah. And um, you know, I really liked that show. I know some people didn't, but I, I, I really liked the show overall. <laughs> A great main event, blah blah blah. So you go for that. Despite all of that stuff that happened in June, at the end of that show, this company felt like and it had life injected to it after the cage match. Like, really, more than it, the whole show, not really, but that match in particular really did. And you had some great stuff coming out of that. So much energy, so much hype for it. I remember us did our review on it. We did our, pre, our review on it, and we all really had high praise for it. Yeah. And then Diamante leaves. Shun is out in the first round. He's going to leave. Strong Machine J, he's out in the first round. We haven't seen him in the last month, you know, really yeah. doing meaningful stuff. It feels like they've lost all of the momentum they had coming off of that. And what should be a time to get good momentum with the tournament going on at the end of the day. This Minora Kakuta match, it could be a good match. I'm not saying it's not, but I really don't, I don't have any real feeling toward Minora challenging for the title. Like, it's not like this is something that I'd be super fired up or interested. There's really nothing on this card that really grabs me compared to what we would have thought would have coming out with Diamante, Shun, all of that. We talked about it on this past show. There was really no angle to set things up, nothing to really grab you. Yeah. And I, I think that's something that's really missing. And, I, and I, it's a shame because I feel like they fumbled a lot of what they got out of that unbelievable cage match, which is a, you know something that really came out and was so successful. It doesn't feel like anybody gained anything in the long run yeah. off of that right now. And it's a shame because that should have been a huge like moment. Yeah. And it, it just feels like we're moving away. Like it's been swept under the rug almost. Yeah. I I before before this final uh, final show uh, of the King of Gate, I because I was expecting some some shakeup on this show. Yeah. <laughs> Like I would have, I wouldn't have agreed with you before this, but I now I definitely agree with you. I, I feel that like would change. They... Yeah, that would change everyone's feelings if they did an angle with Diamante or Shun or, or something like that to where they can mm. kind of bring it back to that. But they didn't do that, so and, it feels yeah. like you know. And now where are we going? Because none of those guys are going to be here for another month. So yeah, yeah, I I definitely think that this they they could. This, of course, last year, I remember last year at Kobe World not be, the, the the months after Kobe World last year wasn't even wasn't that 
special either. Uh, we like them. The months between Kobe World and Dangerous Gate last year was not anything, but I I remember Dangerous Gate last year kind of being a pick up, kind of a pickup of momentum yeah. again after after Kobe World. And that was partly a lot because of the Yoshioka and Eita match being a pretty great match and a a great no no disqualification match between Natural Vibes and Seabrats on that show. And that was also in the midst of the Ishin and Mochizuka Jr. feud that kind of like carried a lot of their the undercard of uh, Dragon Gate for all of last autumn. And yeah, I, I. I think they can definitely pick up momentum again. Uh, a big, of course, Dangerous Gate this year doesn't has no room for a big Diamante return because Shun Skywalker isn't on the card. So exactly, he, yeah, exactly. And he, when he returns, he should be returning to do something with Shun. Um, and maybe. I I don't want to speculate on it, on it, but it it if they want to bring Diamante back, they could bring him back after the Twin Gate match, I guess. But it, yeah, I don't know. No, no, no. It it's it just it it doesn't. We we don't. I don't see any any potential for this show being a big like angle. Center yeah. and a big momentum change. Yeah. Except, I expect this Dangerous Gate show to be a good show with good matches, but at, at the end of it, we're not going to be like saying it, it. It's saying it was like a big game changer. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's exactly what I think about the show. Yeah, yeah. Really and I think, put. and I think what you said in terms of gathering momentum, it's all going to hinge on the main event ultimately. If they have an epic match, like or at least a match as good as the one they had in April, and you you really get the champion feeling like the dude again, I think that would help a lot because I think that's another thing that's been missing. Last year, the stuff with the the Kobe World really sucked. Like there's no there's no questioning that at the end of the day. Yeah. But by the end of that, Yoshioka was the guy. At the end of the day, yeah. we we knew he was going to have a big title reign. And he felt like the, the star of the company that we could all follow along with. Kakuda didn't feel like that at Kobe World at all at the end of the day. So he really needs to show out and prove that he is that he is the dude in the company. And I think that would actually go a long way for them going forward. Because it's really the only thing they have to go for. The other stuff is not, I don't want to say it's meaningless, but it's not really anything that you're going to see a big angle like you were talking about with Diamante. And... If, if they, if they are like, Kota is one guy that he can do that with because we yeah. saw the potential of Kota, uh, Kota Minora and uh, Kikura in in the ring uh, earlier this year, and it's it's like Yannick, you said last year that it's a, one of your top three matches in Dragon Gate this year, like. The, we hope that that happens. We we hope that this match really delivers so that Kikura looks really strong. I I agree. He doesn't look that strong right now. The, even though 
I like I love him because he he's one of my favorite guys, and he has had great matches even after Kobe World Motosuke and Big Shimizu. But I yeah I agree that he needs this big like standout main event uh, to show show that he is the the top top guy right now. Yeah, yeah. I think the company needs that as much as he does. Yeah, uh, I agree. Uh, but yeah, we will talk more about just everything about Dragon Gate next week when we have a special guest, where, uh, which we will not reveal on this show, uh, but you will hear about it next week. Um, <laughs> yes, don't reveal it until it actually happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, one last thing we should do before we close the show is <laughs> bump out in the N1, because <laughs> Yuki Oshioka, the bump out, <laughs> the, the battle hook master, the Last year's big star in Dragon Gate is, of course, in the N1 victory over in Pro Wrestling Noah. He is in the B, A block, A block, and uh, they had their opening night on the sixth uh, this Sunday in the Yokohama Budokan to a whopping number of eight hundred and four. <laughs> <laughs> that that is. A Lopping. really bad, bad. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, um, I think DDT Max Bump did better than that. <laughs> okay. It did. Uh, it did. Yeah. Yeah. I like three hundred people. So, we'll not. We're we're not going to talk about any of the other matches on the show. I have. I've only seen uh, the Yoshioka match and uh, the Katsuhiko Nakajima match because those two are my only two guys in this company. Uh, well, Yoshioka isn't in the company, but he's my guy. Uh, but yeah, he picked up a victory in his first match in uh, the N1 victory over Maskitmiya after 12 minutes and 41 seconds with the Daya in with the infernal knee knee drop. I, I I was surprised that he won with that because he never wins with that in the yeah. in, in Dragon Gate. And that was pretty cool. <laughs> like he he won he beat Maskitmiya with like his his signature. <laughs> Yeah, I, I thought this was a pretty fun match, uh, a pretty good stat, like, I watched it today, like, right before we started recording. Um, I thought Yoshioka looked pretty good in his debut for uh, Noah, in his singles debut for Noah. I think he had a tag match on last year's, like, Noah and Dragon Age show. But, yeah, uh, him and Masa was a match I thought could be pretty good, and it was pretty solid. That, like a per a like three point five star match, nothing nothing to write home about, but still fun. What do you guys think about the? Uh, Yannick, you didn't remember that much of it. Uh, I remember you saying, <laughs> and yeah. uh, but Dylan, what did you think about this match? Pretty much aligned with you. Uh, I thought it was a good first showing. It's a shame that it was such a poorly attended show, and uh, I noted this. Striga wanted to talk about it on the Eastern Lariat, and I hadn't seen the show, and he saw it before I did. Uh, so I didn't really know how it, was come, it would come across, but I look at this card, and you have like six out of the eight or foreigner matches yeah. on this card. That's something that really stood out to me. And none of them are really star guys at the end of the day. Like, no matter yeah. how much they push <laughs> Saxon Huxley, uh, that, that's just not true at the end of the day. Um, the Yoshioka, though, I thought he really handled himself well against a bigger guy than he would mm -hmm. normally ever face in, this, in Dragon Gate. 
this is the second highest rated match on the show. Yeah, it's just... uh, Soya and Katsuki Nakajima. Yeah, and the main event was a divisive match. Like any Timothy Thatcher match is going to be, do you like his style or do you not? Uh, I really like that match, but I'm a huge Thatcher fan. So if you hate Thatcher, then you probably won't like that match at all. Uh, at the end of the day, um, and Soya um, Nakajima was almost universally loved as as the best match. Yeah, I, I Having you know, saying it's the second best uh, rated match on Cage Match, and it's still rated under a seven. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think I thought it was uh, a good match, though. I agree with you. I, I, I'd give it a soft wreck, like three and a half stars. You know, like yeah. that's about where I'd have it. Uh, you know, and I thought again, importantly for the purposes of this show, uh, I thought he handled himself very well. Like. He fits in as a, like, a, a, you know, after this match, it feels like he fits in as a Noah guy if they want to use him as a heavyweight. It's not like, oh, he was too small. Yeah, he didn't look like a junior heavyweight. Though. Yeah, exactly. And, he's, and he stood up against uh, Kitamiya. Kitamiya's well, not, like, highly pushed or anything, but he is a guy, he's a veteran that's been around. One thing I noticed while watching this match was that Yuki Yoshioka looked much more clearer but like just in picture than uh, he did on the, <sighs> than he does on Dragon Gate cameras. That <laughs> because, is true. Because Dragon Gate cameras sucks compared to Wrestle Universe. <laughs> and like, if you want to see Yuki Oshoka in like full AK, this is the, the the entrance here he had here. You can see that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, he next faces the GHC heavyweight champion Jake Lee. Uh, that is tomorrow on Wednesday, so probably when this show comes out. Uh, and yeah, uh, I think he has a match on Thursday also. Let me check. Uh, yeah, Timothy Thatcher on Jake uh, on Thursday, and on Friday he faces Keno in the main event in Corken Hall. So I definitely think that the Keno match can be a real standout match for uh, Yoshioka. In oh, yeah. the tournament, but yeah, we'll we'll probably not talk about it next week because we yeah next week is going to be a special episode. But until then, anything you guys want to say? Um, yes, let's end on something very important, uh, which is DDT. Koki Wasaki got announced for the next Hokkaido tour, and I'm very happy about that. Yeah, yeah, he's great. I guess I'm a big fan of Iw- Iwasaki, so uh, hopefully he can do some good things with DET. Uh, big fan. Um, if you want to hear more about the N1, I did a whole show uh, previewing every match of the tournament uh, yeah. with uh, Dean and Dr. Jonathan, who is going to be in attendance at the next few shows uh, in, nice. in Japan. So uh, doing some big things there. Um, it was a really fun and great show, I thought. Uh, gonna put up a review uh, of the first night, full review. It's gonna be put up on the Eastern Lariat feed, and the Eastern Lariat feed uh, with Striga, me and Striga, we're we cover a little bit of everything, uh, but the main focus is always on the G1 right now because of everything going on there. So we talk about all that stuff. Um, you poor souls. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean it's G1 has been in. An experiment, to say, to say the least, that they've done this year. We'll have a lot more to say in a couple of days uh, when Meets Trigger talk. Speaking and... of an experiment, uh, this 
this weekend a bonus episode uh, review of the Glade Sumo Hall show will drop with me and Dylan being joined by Peps. So look forward to that because that was definitely an experiment. <laughs> yeah. It was an experiment in so many ways. The Glade show, and we will talk about that. Uh, also, Sandra is going to be joining me on the Eastern Lariat Patreon, patreon.com slash Eastern Lariat. We're going to be talking Stardom, Five Star Grand Prix, which is um, a much better tournament than all of this stuff. <laughs> pretty much what <laughs> yeah. we're talking about. So uh, we we will talk about that and have a lot of fun there. And uh, hopefully everybody checks it out. Follow the Eastern Area Twitter. Lots of fun stuff going on there. But most importantly, uh, thank you everybody who takes the time to listen and uh, listen to this show and watch Dragon Gate, watch DDT, watch any wrestling, no matter what it is. Maybe you like one to hate the other or, or whatever. But we appreciate you taking the time to listen to the show. So thank you so much. Yes. Yeah. One last thing talking about Peps because um, uh, the show dropped yesterday. Um, I was on the Pro Champs once again talking about, yeah, uh, some stuff I already talked about <laughs> uh, elsewhere. But if you haven't heard it on any free feed or in English, we talked about, you know, all the independent uh, wrestling I attended in Japan. Yeah, I I haven't listened to that yet, but I I look forward to listening to it. But yeah, uh, thank you for listening, and uh, until next time, as always, be ready, wake up, and go! Bye.